True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Okay, hello. Welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal. And Renee. And we are so excited you joined us today. Today we have very special guests, Jerry and Mason, who are with Bradley Security. They own and operate a security company in Georgia, just north of Atlanta. And they are our very special guests today. And we have lots of questions for them about security because obviously a big part of the Missy Beavers case is about surveillance video. And Renee, did you want to introduce our guests? Absolutely. Um, So Jerry and Mason, um, they own the company. And I've been looking for somebody, as we know, to um, um, help us with these questions that we have about the surveillance I mean, it just, we've just been, you know, I, I, I'm sure y'all know we've been, um, this happened back in 2016 and yes. <clears throat> we, we probably watched the surveillance, you know, both of the surveillance ones that we sent y'all. Um, I, I don't even know how many times, so many times. <clears throat> and we just always had these questions and I thought what better way than to, you know, find someone who could handle it. So I have a cousin who is a very good friend of theirs and I contacted them and they were happy to, to be on our podcast and help us answer these questions. So we're so happy that you are here and um, you know, I'm sure you are going to really help us out and all the people out there that care about this case so much with a lot of questions we've always had. So. Okay. All right. So do you want to go ahead, Crystal? Yes. Um, first of all, I think my first question is if, if we wanted to start off with questions um, mine is, how much distortion on a church we're kind of heard through the grapevine that these are probably not the highest end security cameras available. Um, they're probably on the little bit on the lower end as far as quality goes and, and expense goes. So how much distortion um, Jerry or Mason could we expect from cameras, especially these are located, which I assume most security cameras are up in sort of the top corner of the ceiling so you're looking down on the people and how does that affect, I guess, number one, how their height comes across and how their body shape might change from that angle. And then also the camera itself, how much distortion do you think just, I know it's hard for you to say because you didn't d- design the security system and install it, but just sort of on the average, does it affect the way a person looks on, you know, on camera versus the way they look in person? Yeah, I'm going to let I'm going to let Mason answer this, but what I want he's going to start out by telling you the difference in analog and digital. Okay. And, and that will explain some of the dis- distortion to you. Yeah, so so there's two type of cameras. Um your old cameras are going to be what they call an analog camera, and your new camera is is going to be called an IP camera, which stands for Internet Protocol. Um the IP cameras are what everybody is moving to. Um, for instance, we're in the middle of a project right now for Lowe's Home Improvement Centers. They're switching out all their cameras and their stores from analog to IP. And what that does is uh, your standard IP camera is going to come in around 2 megapixels, which is a 1080p resolution. And you can compare that to your average TV at the house, um, uh, like a 1080p TV. That's going to be your standard resolution on an IP camera. Now, they go up to 12 to 15 megapixels, which is just unbelievable in clarity. Now, an analog camera is not even going to come in at one megapixel. So when you're talking about distortion and the the analog camera, 
is sometimes we say you can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Um, and an IP camera at just at two megapixels is like watching your TV at the house. So you would obviously be able to tell uh, the difference in clarity uh, night and day between those ah. cameras. Okay, great. Yeah. And then what, what would you say about um, the, loca- the location of these um, cameras being up in the ceiling like that um, or very close to the ceiling? Yeah. Does that also have an effect well, in addition to the quality of the camera? Your, most of your cameras are going to be ceiling mounted. Um, for, for one, uh, you know, they're away from uh, like vandalism. People can't just reach up and grab it or, right. or, or shoot a can of spray paint over the lens or, you know, whatever they want to do to it. So most cameras are put at least, you know, average 12 foot high uh, just to be out of the way. And also it just gives you a better overview shot of being able to see cover more ground with a camera than than isolating the shot down to to a smaller frame. Um, the only time that we really put cameras low is if we are trying to catch a face shot and like, for instance, we would put it on an entry exit door to a business. We put cameras at like six foot high mounted on the wall so we can see underneath a hat or, or anything like that. So we can get a good face shot of uh, people entering and exiting a business. And we specifically have done that in Walmart. Uh, most yeah. of the Walmart stores are doing um, facial recognition now. So that would be an a case where you would have a lower camera, but all the other ones are at higher elevations. Wow, that makes that makes sense. Thank you for yeah. that. It really does. Um, one of the questions that I have: um, How hard or easy is it to disconnect a surveillance camera? And the reason I ask you this question, I want to kind of explain it so you'll know what I'm talking about. On the surveillance um, video for the the one where the um, well, actually, it would be the one at the church. I'm sorry, I got myself confused. Um, the one at the church. So they said that the cameras weren't working outside. And there's a couple of um, times where something is, is um, well, actually, they refer to Missy as being, you know, she pulls into the parking lot at this time. And so it was kind of confusing. We were trying to figure out how did they not see the perpetrator pull up in their vehicle or whatever they pulled up in. But yet they knew when Missy pulled up in the parking lot. So where she pulls up in the church and I sent y'all a, a, an aerial view of the church, right. that it would be the awning that's going to be to your like, kind of, kind of the South. But anyway, there's an awning and that would be where she, she pulls into the driveway and then she goes to the right and comes down over to the awning area. So apparently there's a camera there inside the building. So that's what caught them. So we don't know if a person might've went, you know, the other way and maybe missed that camera. But my point is, is that, is it easy to disconnect a camera to where they can make it to where it didn't work? So uh, for an exterior camera, you do have uh, your, you fight lightning on those. If you do have a lightning strike, those are going to be the first ones to get hit. And uh, we specifically now on all new installs, install a uh, lightning protection, uh, a box. It's specifically for lightning protection on outdoor cameras for that reason. Um, oh. Now I, I don't know about disconnecting the camera it's as easy as unplugging it from the the nvr or dvr which is the device that records the video so it could very easily be unplugged um it it depends on the access to the system uh if they had access to that room if they knew where it was um you could very very easily unplug it okay so that makes sense so that's kind of something we were wondering if it would be inside or outside and if so okay so that that helps. Thank you for that. 
And I think I have one more question sort of circling back to my first question. Um, Would it, let's, uh, because, you know, when you have investigators that work in the field of electronics, you know, and video, um, forensic video and all that stuff, um, they know how to do this, I'm sure. But if, if you're looking at someone on video that, and the camera is up high, would that make them appear shorter on camera than they are in real life? And then, of course, I'm sure that the law enforcement that's trained in forensic video, you know, investigation would certainly know to adjust for that. But what, what do you think about that? Does someone literally look like, let's say that someone is five, eight, would they potentially kind of look shorter than that if, um, if the camera was up that high? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's a good possibility. I mean, you're, you're looking at it from an angle that you don't ever look at anything except for viewing, you know, a, a recorded surveillance. So that's not a normal angle someone's going to be seeing anything from. So it definitely could play tricks on you. Right. That would make sense. And yeah. I, I assume that law enforcement, when they, they send it to a forensic lab that's state of the art, I'm sure they make those adjustments. But I was just curious about that. Um, let's Do see. You know that? Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you know that they did that? Um, no, I, I know that they did take it to a state-of-the-art lab in okay. Tarrant County. Um, I just, um, we don't know any details about how that inve- part of the investigation went. They have not reported, but we do know the lab that they took it to. And the FBI assisted in this case. I don't know if they did any of their own video yeah. assessment. Yeah, I'm sure they did that. Do you do you frequently yeah. have videos that... Um, do you frequently have the FBI or local law enforcement um, talk to you about your cameras and about the way things work if, for a case? Yeah, we, we've never really had to deal with that side of it. So we, we typically just do the installation and the companies that we install for have a, a, a special team. They call them asset protection or loss prevention teams that deal with, uh, you know, deal with the police and putting together case files on, uh, investigations. On, yeah, on investigations and stuff. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask a question, um, in regards to, uh, I don't, were you both able to see the video of the perpetrator walking around the church? The one that's two minutes and 26 seconds. Yeah. Okay. So that one. Okay. So when you're looking at that video, um, it looks like there's light shining on the floor, but thinking about this person walking around the church with the lights on in the church to me would be, you know, very, very risky. So is, does it appear those the lights are on, but actually they're off or, I mean, can you go to that guy so we can see that? Well, to be honest with you, I didn't look that close. Yeah, we'll take it. a look at it here though. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Because yeah. it, it's something I've always wondered, is that light shining or the lights on or does it look like the lights are on? Or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it records in the dark and has some kind of a light that okay, so, makes so it those lights are definitely on in that video. Um, so okay. uh, uh, a camera, when it goes to night, now not all cameras have night vision, but if they do, they have lights around the camera that are called IR lights, which stands for infrared. Now, when the infrared lights come on and project their light beam, the, the camera is going to record in black and white footage only. So you're not going to have color with an IR 
uh, with if the, these lights were out, you wouldn't have any color. It would be black and white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. We've always wondered that, and I didn't. You know, it, it, to me, it was like the lights were shining on the floor, yeah, but are, I wasn't sure. Definitely <laughs> overhead lights reflecting off the ground. Thank you for clearing that up. You know, that's been a big question. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, there's a part in the beginning where the person is walking and they're kind of running their hand along the wall. So we thought maybe they couldn't see and they were like trying to balance themselves or something. So yeah, thank you for letting we definitely want to do Yeah, that. that's huge. Thank you for that. That's been a question for a long time. So thank you very much. No, no, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You go. What about the uh, cameras? Do they have, um, do, do they almost always have sound? I sent y'all a video and I think it was the last one I yeah. sent where it's kind of a news they, clip. Most and, of the time they do not have sound, right? Right. especially the older okay. cameras that are analog. Yeah. So an older analog camera more than likely is not going to have it. Now they do, the new cameras, they do, uh, some cameras will have built-in microphones and you can add an external microphone to them. But then you get into okay. uh, uh, local laws. Some uh, states won't let you, uh, well, you, you can't record uh, sound. You can only listen mm -hmm. live. Um, so each, you know, each state has their own laws when it comes to that. So we have done installations for, that we put microphones on cameras. But in our state, you can only listen live. You cannot record the footage without, um, without consent of the people that you're recording. That makes yeah. sense. And, and and this particular video, is this analog or is this uh, digital? Yeah, from looking at it, it's definitely analog. If you look at the, if you look at it, how it has blurred lines around like, uh, mm -hmm. like stuff on the wall. There's like, if you look at the, the edges of everything, how you see it looks blurry, mm -hmm. the lines through it, that's going to be just low resolution. Um, so mm -hmm. if you would have had an IP camera, you would have a lot better clarity on this than you did on that video so that, that's an older system with older can now they're not terrible cameras i mean you still have good color quality on it and uh you know it's not they're not a bad analog cameras but they're analogs interesting gotcha okay thank you yes um let's see what was my next question um we had some people in our facebook group that had a couple of questions and one of the ladies asked Renee, I'm pulling up where you sent it to me. Um, oh, oh, I know what my question was. Okay, so we had seen a lady in the group touched on this, and then um, Dale asked it on Instagram. We have a question about, we had seen a search warrant from where they had um, looked at the Google data in that area, and information came back that one of the motion detectors of the cameras at the church was tripped a couple of hours before the um, perpetrator entered the building. So it's been widely speculated that the perpetrator had tested it and then went and waited across the street to see if police came to see if they were monitored. So yep. apparently, apparently the security system was not monitored by police um, in this case. Um <laughs> What would cause the motion detection to go off? Does it have to be breaking glass or could it have been a lot of motion through the glass door? Yeah. So the motion detector is probably, I would say that it was inside the door if it set it off. Okay. Um, it, it's either that or of course, breaking of the glass. 
So since we know that the outside camera or cameras weren't working, so if somebody was outside the, um, if someone was standing outside a glass door, for instance, and just sort of moving around, would the inside camera that's pointing out there, like in a little lobby area, would that be sensitive enough to cause the motion detector to go off? I mean, if it was someone on the other side of glass? So the cameras are not going to be what is detecting, that's setting off the alarm system. That's going to be an actual motion detector connected to the burglar. That's right. I'm with you now. Yeah. And is, is that something that could be set off through glass? If someone's on the other side of glass sort of trying to break in, but they didn't break the glass, would motion be enough from someone on the other side of the glass to set off a motion detector inside and the person's outside? Yeah. Now, when it, now it very possibly could, okay. but when you install a motion detector, you should test the system to make sure that it's not going to set it off if someone just walks in front of the door. Okay. So it could, but they're supposed to put them at a distance to where it wouldn't if someone was just walking by outside. That's interesting. Okay, so it wasn't necessarily just a bird that came and landed on the glass. This is probably, so that's, that's interesting. That... You, you can set motion detection at different footage. I mean, you could literally set it at like 5, 10, 15. You can, you can dial it right into the door. Wow, interesting. That's sort of. Renee, yeah. that kind of opens up the possibility that the perpetrator actually came in a couple hours before the hit, the the murder and then maybe came back. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, thank you for that. That was another really important question that has come up a lot. Just how did that motion detector go off, you know, several hours before the murder, a couple hours at least. Yeah. Okay, so um, a question that I want to ask. Um, on the video, there is a part, and, and I know y'all probably haven't, y'all haven't seen this since many thousand times we've seen it, but there's a part of the video where the, the perpetrator is walking away from the camera and then they go down to the end of the hall where you can't see them and then they're coming back. And when they're coming back, it skips several times. They'll be like walking and then it'll skip and then they'll be walking in a different spot. So my question is what causes the video to skip if movement, movement is consistent? Yeah, that's going to just be the hardware. Um, just how it was recording. I mean, you're thinking about uh, it's recording to a hard drive and depending on quality of all your equipment, you know, everything's just not going to function. Like when you have motion, it's just not going to be as fluent if, you know, you don't have a top quality system. So it's trying okay. to keep up okay. with, the, with the motion and what's going on basically. Okay. Cause you, I mean, I'm thinking in my mind, it's they're moving, it's recording and why is it stopping? But I guess it just yeah, is it's just glitching because it's, of the it's like a computer, basically, you know how they do, they just, you know, it's like watching your TV at the house and you have video transmission. It just sometimes skips a beat, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And in, uh, in these older analog cameras, which aren't as good as the digital ones that they're using more today, mm-hmm. um, what would be the chances of taking a video that was, from these older analog cameras and enhancing it to make it easier to make out to bring it. Could we, could it be enhanced by the FBI or some other law enforcement agency 
to bring it up to the standard of a digital picture. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they can do that. Um, okay. You know, there again, we don't, we're not as involved with that kind of stuff as we are, right. but you know, getting the equipment up and running and, and recording and stuff. So when it comes to stuff like that, enhancing video and, and uh, investigating, we, uh, you know, we don't see as much of that as we do just you know, of the regular installs. Right. That makes sense. And then what would cause an, an, a camera to stop working? Um, the outdoor cameras were not working. And we've heard from some pretty reliable sources that it's widely believed it's, you know, that the perpetrator was not the one that disconnected it. Right. So what would cause it? Did the batteries run out? Did it did it just malfunction? Is, uh, what, what are the types of things that could cause that? Right. So um, so those cameras were powered through a power supply. Uh, and the power supply probably has a fuse and we've seen fuses blow. Uh, and like I was saying earlier, we've seen the lightning strike, uh, make a camera go down. Um, when you're outside, the cameras expose the elements more. So you got hot, you got cold, you got all this stuff that's wearing out a piece of electronics a lot faster than it would be if it was in a controlled environment, like inside where it's at optimal temperature and everything's, you know, uh, where it should be so uh, typically an outdoor camera is going to wear out and uh, you know and and die faster than a camera that's inside now that being said anything that's electronic is subject to failure at any given moment um so it could be a number of things um uh, we've seen uh bugs get into cameras you know um and and cause issues with them but more than more than likely, uh, it's just probably due to age on them and it's just being out in the elements or it could have been a lightning strike that made it go down. Um, you know, if it got a lightning strike, it definitely probably surged the power on it and blew the fuse on the transformer that was powering it. And, you know, therefore, it's not going to have power. So it's not working. Oh, that makes sense. Interesting. Also, would the church be aware that that camera was malfunctioning or would they, or do you think the first they knew is after well, this if, happened? If cameras regularly, you know, um, when you have your cameras pulled up on the screen, uh, you have all your footage. And then if you have a camera that's out, it's going to say no video on any system is going to let you know that it has no video. Okay. Camera. So if someone's checking it regularly and they were looking at it from time to time, then they would have known that those cameras were out. Even okay, week, once a month, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's obvious on a screen. Awesome, that's great to know. <laughs> Most of your systems, you can set up a screen and like how many? I don't remember now, but wasn't there like uh, five or six cameras total there? Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that will all be, you, you can set the screen to show all five at one time, or you can set it to, to do one at a time. You pull up all oh. five, you're going to know that, that one is down if it's down. Yeah. Or multiple cameras. That's interesting, because if they don't check it often, they right. may not have known. Right. Or if they, if they did and it worked the day before, then maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah we heard we heard from churchgoers that they completely redid the entire security system after this murder not long after it mm -hmm. maybe a couple months so i guess they they thought there was something faulty about it or they wouldn't have done that i'm sure yeah it was probably yeah. probably time for well not only that but probably looking at the footage that they had they were probably like there's got to be something better than right. you know i mean not trying to be disrespectful but 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If there's something better out there, yeah. let's get it. Exactly. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> okay. So at the end of the video, and this is talking about the one at the church where the purpose walking around and it's at the very end mm-hmm. um, at one minute and 53 seconds, the perpetrator opens a door right. and the camera, you're only able to see the top of their head. And then at 202, it changes direction and you can see more. So if this is one of those cameras that's in the ceiling, does is it geared to move and then continue recording or or is that something that they did when they put the video together and released it i'm just uh, trying to understand how it yeah, happened. it's more than likely uh how they patch the video together because uh those cameras are going to be what you call a fixed camera and that gives you the shot that you see and that's it um now they do have cameras that can pan tilt and zoom in and out spin around all that, but th- those more than likely were all fixed cameras uh, getting the shot that you saw, and that's it. So it was probably something to do with how they put the footage together and released it. So I wonder how, okay, so in that, in that instance, so if, if, it video, if it's videoing and it's literally like almost at the top of that door, I'm sure you remember at the very end, all you see is the door opening and you see the top of that person's head, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it switches over and it, you have more of a view of, of their body. You can even see their feet and you can see them hitting the glass with uh, a hammer or something and breaking the glass. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how, unless they have two different angles right there in one spot, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Uh, we'd have to look at it again to really see what you're. About. That's okay. Yeah. It's, it's just always been a, a it's always been um, a question of mine because I've never have understood how it went from right there at the very crack of the door. Literally, you can see the um, the hydraulic thing or the you know what I'm talking about where the door opens. You can actually that you sent me. You can actually see that, and then all of a sudden it switches over, and you can see them, um, their whole body. It's at the very end. If you want to go look at it, it's at one. 53, one minute and 53 seconds on the video that's 226. Okay, let me go and see if I can find which one that is. It's the one that, when you look at it, it looks black and it says Midlothian Police on the front of it. And then you can just take the little deal at the bottom and just drag it over to 153. Okay, is that the one that's seven minutes and 51 seconds? No. No, that's the it's the other one. That's the actual car at the SWFA. Okay. It's the um the one that oh, it's two minutes and twenty six. Okay. Let's see here. Drag it down to like one fifty. She said. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's pretty short, and it's it's pretty quick. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yes, now. Renee? Yeah. Oh, good. You're there. They should be dialing in any minute. I see it's me and you right now. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I was stuck in some la-la land somewhere. It was just 
doing yeah, it was weird because on the screen he goes well it's just showing me. oh here we go i think we're all back together sorry about the inconvenience <laughs> wonderful okay we're sorry too hopefully your the microphone comes back up better but yeah i can hear y'all fine okay. okay so we viewed the recording go ahead mace yeah, so that's uh, how it zoomed in there. That's just somebody that reviewed the footage, and they've just zoomed in uh, the shot as they were uh, uh, as they were viewing it, reviewing it. Oh, okay, okay great. So who, whoever put that video together and released it did that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense because I was always curious how they they did that. That was interesting. Yeah. All right. I have one more question. I keep going back to the distortion, but I forgot to ask before. Would a, could a camera, in addition to making someone maybe look like they're a different height than they are, could it also make somebody look fatter or skinnier than they really are? I, I definitely think that's a possibility. Okay. Because yeah. there's one part of the video where the perpetrator walks over to the Dutch doors and when they turn to this, they look pretty meaty. Like as Joseph Scott Morgan said, they look like a 250 pounds of chewed bubble gum. But when the perpetrator gets over there to the door and opens the top door of that Dutch door, the perpetrator looks really slender. So uh, we have to think there's some kind of distortion going on there because it's widely believed there's only one person in that church waiting for her to arrive. So that's interesting. Yeah. And they look different in two different angles. So yeah, sure. Sure. And plus just the the outfit that they had on is deceptive also. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Um okay, so y'all were y'all able to look at the video of the car that's driving around the SWFA gun shop gun gun store? I, I saw part of that. Okay. So on that particular video, that's the one that is seven minutes and fifty one seconds, I think. Right. I and so um, they seemed, well, I don't, I, I'm pretty certain that they have some very, um, good surveillance cameras. Um, they have them all the way around that store and there's some that are in color and then there's some that are black and white. So I guess that kind of helps us know which ones, um, you know, or I guess maybe one of them or several of them are one type and several are another type. Correct. And um, there's a couple of videos that they have because they have a, a YouTube page and they're able to zoom in on like a bird and all kinds of interesting stuff. So they've got a really, some of their cameras are really, really nice. Uh -huh. So my question is um, at four, 41 seconds of the video, there is a clear shot of the license plate. In your opinion, do you think that they've altered it? You know how you can see a video of that people put together, but somehow they'll, it, there's a way that they can put like a little smudge over people or their face or maybe or you, plate. Yeah. yeah so do you think that that would be something that they would do or is it really that unreadable <laughs> can um, you pull that up dad it's the seven minute video at 40 seconds well uh, just so we don't lose them here hopefully we won't let me pull that up very yeah, quickly still on right now so um so seven minute video yeah, i watched some of that um, keep going that's it that's it okay and you said how far into it 40 30 seconds i think it says 40 41. okay 
Okay, there thank you for your patience with us. We're not going to ask you to watch any more videos. I feel like that's well, how we well, lose you, so I'm so sorry. I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you did because we have answers based on your questions. Yay! Uh, yes. So, so yeah. The the when you said the couldn't read the license plate with the when uh, we saw the car up close, that, uh -huh. that car's the car's just moving in that in that. Um, you know, in that shot. So we're, you, you, we just didn't get a clear picture of the plate because of it moving. Oh, uh, okay. It wasn't stopped, you know, to get us a good still shot of it. So it's moving right. the whole time. So that's why you couldn't see it. But yeah, these cameras are, uh, way, these are new cameras on this place here. They're, these are, uh, cameras like we install currently install now. They, they, they're real nice. If you look at a lot of these cameras, you'll see what I was talking about, about them being black and white. Uh huh. Uh, if they have no exterior light and they're providing the infrared light, they're going to be in black and white. And that's why a lot of that footage on that video is in black and white. Oh, interesting. Okay. Where you have light, where you have light, it will give you color. Like there's a shot here that it, there's some lights on the side of the building and the parking lot lights are on, on the bridge, uh -huh. and you can actually see color in it. So the cameras yeah. hasn't switched over to infrared yet. Oh, interesting. Um, and, and the and the very end, I don't know, did you get to see the, the whole video or no? Yeah, I got it up right now. Okay, because on the very end of the video, there's a part, okay, so that car pulls into the parking spot, and they sit there, and that's the part where I told you you could skip through it, because they're literally just sitting there. And wait, mm -hmm. A lot of people have speculated that they're waiting to see if the police are going to come. Sure. And so after they sit there, I think it's about six minutes, it's three minutes. Anyway, they sit there for three minutes, and then mm -hmm. they pull out. Well, apparently there's a camera on that pole that's right there by where they parked. And okay. so when they pull out at I the very it. end of the video, you see it? Mm -hmm. There's a close-up of them going by. But my question is, is I wonder why they didn't, why we aren't able to see the footage of them just sitting there. I mean, I know that that's probably something the people that released it just said, no, we're not going to show you that or whatever. But I'm it, just it, wondering. It looks if like that to me that they were just out of just out of the frame there. They were just under uh, the camera too far to be able to see them as they were sitting. Okay. And yeah. So when they pulled off, they came into the frame where we could pick them up on that camera. Gotcha. That makes sense. There's yeah. so many cameras there. I can't remember how many. At, somewhere it, it says it. Do you remember, Crystal? No, I'm sorry, I don't. Somewhere it says I don't remember if it's on their pay, on their uh, YouTube channel, but anyway, it had they have like I don't know 17 cameras or something crazy. But anyway, okay, yes. um, those are those are good quality cameras. Well, yes, and that is actually a gun store that's catacorner across the street from the church, so that would actually make sense that they have really good security cameras. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that most gun stores probably do. So SWFA yeah. is a gun place and the guns and ammo and it's a pretty big place yeah i don't know if they're required but like here in georgia in certain counties you're required by law like say at a liquor store we put cameras in a lot of liquor stores in certain counties in georgia they're required by law to have a camera system on a liquor store oh, oh that's interesting, interesting. yeah makes sense I would imagine it's the same thing for a gun. Yeah, store. with a gun store, you could have a lot of the same stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that makes sense because if somebody, you know, breaks breaks in and steals a bunch of guns, we need to know. Yeah, <laughs> you want to know who did that, right? <laughs> not that they can't cover up, obviously, and and not be caught, but. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Crystal, do you have any questions about the surveillance at the SWFA? You know, I really don't. Um, I just had one more question going back to the church. And I know this is a hypothetical and maybe not something that anyone could answer, but I thought I would throw it out there. Can you think of any reason why a place would take cameras that you've installed and decide, you know what, I'm just going to turn off the outdoor camera? Do you think that's more than likely due to the fact that it was malfunctioning and not a personal choice that the an, an intentional choice that the church made? I would say if it's me and I paid to put cameras in, I want every single one of those cameras working if possible. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. I bet they were, it was broken. Yeah. And it, you know, and it, it had been raining. Um, the, the, uh, the morning that she was murdered, it had been raining, um, that night prior, um, through all the way through that day, I think like torrential rains, like, downpours mm -hmm. so you know the flash flood top warning things like that so i mean who knows maybe that affected it i don't know very well could have that or and like we said lightning's a big one on the outdoor cameras right um and crystal did you tell me did you already ask the question that somebody posted on our page or you know i did i asked most of those i think already but if you might want to double check and make sure i didn't miss anything okay all right, I'm trying to see through my questions if I have everything real quick. Okay, while I'm pulling that up. Um, okay, I did that one. Oh, and so we we talked about this earlier, but the, the little clip that I sent y'all of the news clip about the sound. So do you think that they just added that? Is that something that's easily added to a video? That the It, it sounds like the person's um, shoe squeak and the door clicks. Because you said you didn't think that there was sound on those cameras, right? Because they're analog. I, I, I would say that those cameras do not have sound. I would bet just okay. about anything on that. Yeah, so they must have added that. Okay. Well, that helps that question because we were like, holy cow, there's, there's sound. <laughs> right. Um, okay. And then I don't, I don't know exactly how to word this one. Crystal, you may have to help me with this one. But you know that the part of the um, – so police have stated – that uh, Missy is seen pulling into the parking lot. They, they kind of note the time on a timeline. Um, she walks into the building. She gets some of the equipment, I guess, and walks into the building. Shortly after that, she's murdered. Um, but we know there's cameras at the entrance of the um, awning. Mm -hmm. There's cameras at the entrance of the, the main entrance of the building, which is right in the front. Right. There's cameras on the side, and then I think two entrances in the back. There's cameras, right. and then I think on the other side. I think I think if I'm remembering that correct, but somehow the perpetrator and Missy are never seen again. But from what we understand, she was killed in the proximity of basically in between cameras. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how that's possible. Um, there is a, do you remember the news source or, or do you remember hearing crystal where they said, um, the, the camera goes black? Yes. Remember that? And we I also, well, and it was also stated in the search warrant. So that's what made me believe it since those are sworn documents, you know, mm -hmm. the news is kind of the news, but when I saw it in the document, I, in the search warrant affidavit, I just assumed it must be accurate because mm -hmm. those are sworn documents. But, um, I just, uh, you know, there is part of the video that has not, there are parts of the video that have not been released to the public. 
Um, so I imagine this might be kind of chopped up and that's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my thoughts yeah. on it. That's well, the, and what I was wondering is if how hard it would, well, and, and you telling us though, that the cameras are in the ceiling, that then this is probably not something that's possible, but I just wondered about the camera goes black. If maybe they were able to put something over it so that they're not able to be seen um, after because it just makes me not understand how they were able to leave the building without it being on camera. And police do say in those sworn documents that Missy or the perp were never seen on camera again. So I'm trying to figure out how that's possible. Yeah, that's a good question. Why we didn't see them afterwards leaving. I was thinking that gone black meant literally like that's where the filming stopped and that that was a choice i think that the media made to word it that way um and i guess what they meant was that's the video just stopped like i don't think it necessarily meant that something was thrown over the camera you know what i mean um but i don't know that of course um it it makes me think gone black means that no more footage that was recorded yeah Right. Yes. Well, and that's probably what it means. I'm just trying to figure out how it happened because if you have a brutal attack, um, and I'm sure y'all don't, y'all may not know all the specifics of, of this, but she was, um, they basically described it as she was um, beaten and what was the wording? Crystal, I didn't forgot the whole, the way oh, they worded it. Um, they said multiple puncture wounds in the head and chest. Yes. So some, an attack like that, I can't see how, it, it would completely miss the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I know they're not going to release something like that, obviously to the public. Cause that's, I mean, there's no question there, but how was it not, how did it not get filmed? You know, how did it not get recorded? That's the part I don't understand. Yeah. I don't have an answer for that either. Huh. Yeah. 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 And it is, it, that does lead to another question I had. I'm glad you said that Renee. Um, our cameras typically, installed around sort of the parameter of the building so that you're really just monitoring the entrance and exit activity not necessarily inside because i'm thinking the murder must have taken place more inside the church out of a camera yeah out of the way of a camera so would that make sense that maybe the cameras because they're on the outer perimeter that maybe that's why the murder isn't caught on camera yeah so typically when you have a system like that with very few amount of cameras you're going to cover your entry and exit points um, you know, cause that's your main points of access to the building. And a lot of times on something like that, they would put one like on the safe, if they had a safe in there where they kept their money. Um, so usually you, you, your first pot places you put cameras are going to be entry exit and you know, where, where your money's stored. So that's, that's probably why, um, they didn't have a lot of interior cameras. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're just trying to catch people in and out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Is there any way to clear up a video that is grainy? Um, there, we don't really know too much about that, but I'm sure that they have ways. You know, okay. we're not on that side of it, so we don't. Really right, know. right. That makes sense. The one thing that I noticed on the video that we watched in the parking lot of the gun store, when the, mm-hmm. uh, when the car pulled out, there was a pretty good... A, a relatively decent shot of the license plate. I, I, I would assume, you know, I, I'm not an FBI agent, but I, don't, I would assume that that could be enhanced, um, at least to some degree. Yeah, I would, I would think so also. 
Yeah, I've read where they have video enhancement and they use it quite often. We we haven't ever been able to figure out why that hasn't been done in this case. So <laughs> that's been something we've pondered for four years. Uh, I'm just um, I'm just shocked that there's no more information than out than way, what you have. Yeah, we are too. Believe me, we we we've um, pondered this for a very long time now. It's it, it was uh, four years in April, so. You know, it, it is difficult because of the rain and everything else to see that tag, but the light sh light shined on that tag before he went mm -hmm. to the road. Um, right. So I'm, I'm thinking if there is a possibility for enhancement, that could be one of those. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Crystal, do you have any more questions? I don't. That was excellent. But you answered so many questions that so many of us have had for a really long time. So thank you very much for joining us and thanks for putting up with our technical difficulties. Oh, no worries. Yeah, I'm just sorry. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank we you so much. Yeah. We wish, we wish you continued you. success and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be with us on True Crime Broads. Absolutely. Good thank you. Everything. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. keep you posted thank on the you. case. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee.